Yeah, right. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Loot, Adventure, and Mischief. As always, this is the DM Worser Fiber coming at you. I hope everybody's having an amazing night tonight. You know, this is a little bit out of the norm, because right now, it is a Wednesday night. Uh, oh my gosh. I love doing this stuff. Does anybody want a Gersh Snuggie? Oof, you want that Gersh <laughs> What? Yeah. Gersh? For real. For real. <laughs> Get on that, bro. Ooh, actually, I'm cool like this. I'm cool like this. I've heard since you're next to the here. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm nice and toasty. It's a Gersh Snuggie. For real, bro. Post up, broski, check it. Gersh is dope. Yeah, that's. No, it's yours. You got it. Yeah, I'm gonna steal your snuggie. I'm going to wear my hoodie, so. Give me that snuggie. <laughs> Get you that snuggie. Hey, yo. All right. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to one shot as Gur? What? I couldn't play Gurr. a little goblin. <laughs> Gur is too crazy for me. I just like his little antics. Oh I'm my god. Zim, I'm a Zim type of guy. Not gonna lie. I feel you, broski. That is, dude. That is perfect, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> Get out of town, broski. Oh. Oh, man. Where can you wash invaders in? Shameless uh, plug. <laughs> shameless plug. We don't own the rights, oh, nor do we. For a while, wasn't it on Netflix or something? It was on, well, the movie was on Netflix. That's right. But it's, oh, such an amazing show. <laughs> what happened to all the jet fuel? I replaced it with tuna. <laughs> <laughs> What like? <laughs> I, I I feel like oh my god! All of the all of the, the like the dice rolls on that show, like that was a nat twenty. That was a nat. That was that was just a nat one. Like, but why would my mount run out of uh, run out of jet fuel? Because you replaced it with tuna, duh. <laughs> what would be the common thing? Like it works. It works so well. It's funny. Um, you ever watched Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? Hell yes. yeah, bro. Same voice actor for Zoom. For who? Billy. As Billy? Yeah. That is wild. Like, you see it? You see it now? Yeah. I saw him, like, uh, he was at some type of con, one of the cons, and he was, like, doing the voices. That's like, he was saying hilarious. some of Zim's lines, and then he was saying some of Billy's lines, and I was like, holy, it's the same. Like, I was like, holy shit, it's the same person. Like, I never even put two and two together. He is crazy, dude. He's, it's crazy that the the wide range of talent that some of these voice actors have. I see him playing Ray on main campaign, right? Yeah, you're playing you Ray. Know? You're playing Ray as main camp in main campaign, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. Actually, I really need to add that to the game master here. Uh, plug, we're not sponsored by, but I I use game master for some of my DM stuff, and it. I dig it. Dig it. Ah, dig it. So. Uh, you and your friend Pocket Raccoon. Oh, should can I play Pocket Raccoon? Have Such a period. Well, I mean, yeah, but I haven't been recording oh, oh. Pocket Raccoon, so I don't know if it if it breaks copyright. <laughs> <laughs> if I really need to, I can just go it on. 
I mean, I pretty much have handled everything by myself anyways. He's sort of more just like a... At Side this point, character. he's just there providing commentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like the plot device that kind of just pushed. But you're you're heading to uh, the, uh, the Crescent Harbor. Uh, if I recall correctly, at this point in time... You were arriving from the north. I don't suppose my ship would be in this timeline. Um, actually... Would it? Did I come here in my ship, or did I just... Mm-mm. Yeah. You were kind of windswept by a dimension door. That was kind of like the dimension door itself, what you do recall. Roll history. 17. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That does not count. All right. I'm down rolling this bad boy. Yeah, yeah. Five, six, nine. That's a nine. Oh, my lord. Okay. So, uh, it's your history. Oh, so that's a 13. Alrighty. So, what you remember from when you were, uh, when you were windswept by this dimension door (sighs) is that the glimpse of the dimension door itself was almost kind of like a, uh, Almost like a Japanese, uh, a Japanese oni. Uh, but it, it's the dimension door itself was like its mouth. Yeah. And you, and it would slowly, you could see its nose and itself peeking kind of like down at you and those like little voided holes that make the pupils kind of yeah, just right. almost. And it's weird because like no matter what kind of like angle you looked at you, it, those eyes almost like seem like exactly, on you, yeah. yeah, like just staring down at you. Even like some uh, statues, the, like it feels like when you move, like the eyes just, the, it's like uh, an illusion, optic yeah, illusion. The vortex itself, um, as you kind of like shift your, your, your view, you remember that it was almost like this, this vortex, purple, pink, blue, and then it just, and you were, boom. In this, uh, well, when you bumped into, uh, into the village. Well, I still have my gold on me. I could probably, um, probably buy a ship, maybe. If there's any, there's no way I can get to that harbor without one. I'm so. Bored with, I don't want to board with anyone else. I hate people far too much for that. After defeating this, uh, the, the banshee that, uh, that you encountered in the forest, uh, southbound from Pricket, um, How much XP roll history, huh? Oh, oh, that's right, I didn't give you XP for the banshee. Mm-hmm. Alright. <laughs> um, 12. Pardon? 12. For history. For history. Coming back south from cricket. So you're getting uh, 1100 XP? I'm not gonna lie, I have no idea how much XP I have. What, I level, are what level are you? I'm 16. Level 16? So start at the base for level 16. Because I think we had been doing milestones. Yeah, we were. Like, I just, like, had leveled up. Or you would just be, like, level up a level. Uh, By the way, in quick reference for all of those who, uh, who kind of have trouble remembering as well, if you're listening in, I'm going to go ahead and break down some of the, 
some of the XP stats. So at level 2, you have 300 XP. At level 4, you have... I'm going to go into the increments at 2. Uh, 2,700. At 6, you have 14. I'm going to go ahead and jump. You are at 16, you said? You have 195,000. Jesus. Yeah, I killed a good amount of stuff with this bad boy. Yeah, you you've kind of mowed down quite. I mean, you kind of mowed down a civilization as well. I have a pretty stacked resume. <laughs> this character is just too ridiculous sometimes. That's why I. That's why I kind of like that we only play him in these one shots because, like, it's it's it. It would I be, love... like, game-breaking in a campaign. Yeah, but the greatest part of it is is that it is so... Your character is so technical. Yeah. Like, spe with, especially with the Unearthed Arcana, which... what What's the archetype that you're running? Tell it to the fans, boy! What, on Zenon? You mean yes! the, the Blood Hunter? Yes! Yes. Yes, what is the archetype? Tell the people you're a Blood Hunter and a monk. Yes, I am... So, with, like, basically with the Blood Hunter, it is a... A warrior who, after either like, like a life changing experience, it doesn't always have to be traumatic, but most times it is, mm -hmm. and like something happens to them and it causes them to like take a what they call a blood oath, and once they manifest that blood oath to whatever it is, you know, like I'm gonna save my brother, or I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be the hero that everyone deserves, you know, like whatever their yeah, mantra yeah. is. Like, you can then, like, it's, like, a bunch of crazy stuff you can do. Like it's my like ninja weight. Yeah. Yeah. Ninja, yeah. <laughs> you can, like, like inflict damage to yourself. Like, basically, like, you can cut yourself and you can, like, manifest weapons out of your blood. Like, you can, it can be whatever you want. But, you know, like, if you wanted to be, like, a long sword, you would, of course, use the stats for a long yeah. sword. Like, it's a so on and so forth. But, yeah, you can, like, use your, you know, you, it, like, it can, you know within your character can be whatever you want like i mine is a scythe just because that sounds why not a blood scythe. dope why yes not? yes crazy why and not? like you can do like once you get to like certain levels like i have a couple of blood rites and it's like status ailments pretty much you can add onto opponents when you attack them with your blood like i can inflict like ice damage if i like cut someone and they and like they're a creature that can bleed i can like control their blood and like make them attack like a teammate or like another monster for a turn it's like a bunch of crazy stuff you can do like you're like a literally like a bloodbender i was about to say all right yeah yeah like <laughs> well like and then and then you also think about the the archetype of monk that you have and it makes sense because like all right for example what explain the monk because I love that that unearthed arcana that we rolled with on this one. Like I love it. Okay, so with the monks are pretty crazy. They can do a lot of different things, but they're mostly like melee oriented. Like they have key points, and it can you can do crazy things with them, like parry attacks, use extra attacks, dodge. Um, you can fall from great distances and use slow fall, which basically you can stop yourself from like falling pretty much. Um, but I'm using the what is it called? The way of the element. Yes, and basically it's kind of like an avatar archetype almost. Like there's like abilities where you can manifest fire. There's a fist of unbroken air where you shoot like this jet stream of air. It does like three d10 damage if you fail a saving throw. There's that a water whip. So much. There's a bunch of crazy abilities. You, you've like you've mowed down so much. I'm thinking like, dude, if you were in the avatar line though, like straight up, you would be the water bending incarnation of uh, of the avatar. 
Yeah, because like of the whole bender. blood bender thing. Yes, exactly. Like, like boom. Oh. oh, congratulations, your Cora. <laughs> <laughs> a, a more badass, less whiny version of Cora. I mean, Cora's dope, but like, you know, like I feel like they were like, hey, she's a girl avatar, so she's gonna do like very cliche girl things. Right. They killed it, with but it, it was still a good show. Like I know, like I, I love Cora. She's great, but like you know, they really like. It was very cliche, but the story was still so good that like you know, it it was an Avatar like sequel, so you know it was gonna be good regardless. But it still has. Besides cheeks. the point, <laughs> so, we own no rights. <laughs> but it's it's just really awesome what you can do with your character if you manipulate yeah, the features. Like you not can, manipulate, but just take advantage of the features and sculpt it. And you can, like, yeah, it's crazy. There's, like, I felt like I hate classes like this because there's so many things you can choose from. But if I was, like, if I was this character, you know, like, if I was this character, what would I choose? Like, you know, I'm a monk, so I can already kind of use the four elements. So, like, with the blood rites, instead of using, like, elemental blood rites where you can, like, make their blood, like, you know, take fire damage, ice damage. I use, like, Curse of the Puppet, which is, like, if you kill an enemy, you can manifest his blood and, like... Basically, have him as yeah, like a like a, 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 like, a like a homunculi almost. Ah, oh, you got me, dude. You gotta use that Sam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually we obliterate everything though. Like we never yeah. kill anything. We always mangle it. So like I can't do anything with like a puddle of blood. Right. Yeah, <sighs> you could make a big spaghetti monster in the sky. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, remember that time? Remember that time where. I like killed something like I obliterated. You said it just turned into a bunch of viscera, and I used his blood, and I turned him into like a bunch of needles, and I hurled them at like another opponent. Yes, that was because I, I don't recall what you did, but basically you hit it with such force that it was just like. I think I froze it, and then I like I used Eldritch Blast or something, and you said that like it was just a pile of like snowy viscera, and then I like. I waterbended the snow and, like, tainted in the blood. And you said I had advantage because I'm a blood hunter. And then I, like, I rolled a percentage die to see how good I could, like, you know, make them. And then... Shirt. I love this character. (laughs) This character is just redonkulous. But I love it. Especially because of, of... How rich his background is too. Like I, oh man, dude. They don't know nothing about. They don't know nothing about Yazuto. No, this isn't Yazuto. This is Senon, homie. I know, but they don't know anything about Yazuto. You know, I mean, Yazuto, I think has popped up in some of the stuff that we've posted on. Yeah, but they don't know. But they don't know. Oh, so many things. Oh shoot, bro, that's crazy. The things that have happened in these one-shots. The things that have happened. And the things that are about to happen. So you're traveling south. Now you've cleared yes. this patch of woods. I'm going to go and try to find a boat. It has to be a nice, luxurious boat, though. Uh, you're old at 13. Uh, you remember that it literally it, it takes a month to traverse the uh, the Prigate Plains southward. Um, to where the... Uh, where the great, what was it? The great chasm it was, or the uh, that chasm that that basically cut off the Crescent Island to the mainland. So it takes a month to get there. On over the water, or on foot, like I have to walk on foot or go like. Well, you're on foot now. Yeah. 
you you have like a day to go back into town to backtrack into Prickett at this point. Uh, but leaving Prickett, it'll take you about a month to get to where you remember the Prickett Chasm starting. Yeah. If I wanted to fly, how long would it take me? Mm. No. Yeah, the ability to fly. Yeah, as an ASMR. It's it's That's only right. so far with so many turns, but I think as far as like traveling this way, I don't think that it would be a viable option. Mostly because that's more of like the combat turn base. Yeah. Um so I would recommend uh you know What if Karen took over? And he traversed like his very high Karen speed. Well let me let me put it to you this way. This is this is the best I can do for you as, as <laughs> This is the best I can this do. This is the best you. I can do for you as DM because uh, you know, I, I I'm not there to consult with your character. So Oh, you know okay, that you're there's right, a you're month. Right, you're right, you're you right. know that there's a month travel what between. What am I thinking, bro? With the roll of the thirteen history, you know that there's a month travel between Pricket Town. I'm already forgetting how to play the game. Pricket Town. <laughs> oh my god, man, you got me playing as like Navi, bro. I can't play as Navi, bro. I got, I gotta play as the AI director. Uh, so Pricket Town is a month out from the. Uh, from the, the the chasm that separates uh, I know my handwriting is sloppy. No, not that. I'm just so okay, so for me, so the harbor is where the land like the month I have to travel or I have to travel that month to get to there to go sh- get a ship to go where I'm going. Okay, that's where I was. And then, roll history. Oh, fudge. 18. So you remember that the, 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 the day, that the chasm itself takes a whole day. Hmm. I really got to fix the, uh, what do you call it, the... So once I get there, it'll take a day to get to where I'm going. And then after that, you still have a week's travel south. It's not that bad. The worst stretch will be getting there. Getting to the getting to the Great Chasm. So what's the quickest way that I could get there? Hmm. This timeline doesn't have horses. Maybe Who's traveling a, with you? Oh, maybe I, maybe you I can find a land dragon if those are around here. Well, history. 19. So, Prickett at this point in, in history is one of the more uh, more or less outskirt towns of Yggdralia. So it's more like a more like a village than it is a uh, town city it's more like yeah like an outpost so to speak a trading outpost so even though it is it it is the size of a sprawling village uh it's still out there you know that 
you recall that it is a trading post. What's up? Keep going. That is all the information that I shall tell you. So how familiar am I with all of Yggdralia, would you say? Mm, I would say that right now My you're character. only really mostly familiar with the uh, with almost the eastern outskirts of Yggdralia. Like, most people in Pricket would notice you as the dude that's been wandering around a bit. <laughs> in your mind, at least. My character wouldn't even take the time to think about, like, that type of thing. Uh, I'd just be, you know, I'd just be wherever I gotta be at any given moment. Well, if, you ever, if your character ever so concerned himself. <laughs> if he ever so concerned himself. Yeah, all right. Well, I guess I'm going to go there and see, like, what I can... <clears throat> yeah. We're going to go ahead and head there. Is he with me, or am I alone? Yeah, alone. Okay. I guess I better go ahead and head to the nearest village. Maybe they'll have some type <clears throat> of transportation. <sighs> better get moving. So, on your day's journey back, roll a d4. Do me a favor, roll one more D for So am I, you said I'm walking through grassy plains? Almost. Okay. Almost. Oh man, I rolled another four. Okay. You got me fucked, bro. Do I? I mean... Yes and no. Um, I grab a water. I yes. grab a water. Of course, yeah. You want something? Uh, if you're so inclined, I could also have water. All right. If we don't have enough water, I'll take a coat. Chuh. Are you warm enough? Huh? Are you warm enough? Yeah. Are you too? Mm -hmm. Are you? Mm -hmm. Alright, let me turn this off. Holy. <laughs> Alright. This makes me happy. Oh, did we, are, were we out of waters? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I didn't see any room temp. I just I'll trade you. 
I'm gonna grab you a coke, bro. I'm standing up. <laughs> no, I'm good. You sure? Yeah. Sorry, I had to be dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you sit in, not me, Mike. I off foot. Yeah. I'll just leave it right here. If you like some. Coke, in case you, you would like some water. <laughs> On your way. On that day back to freaking. You bump into a fight. You see that there are these four hobgoblins out and about, and they seem that they're like yelling back and forth at each other. Uh, you don't really, you can't really quite discern who is in charge here because it's four dudes, and they all look like they're in very, in their very ornate battle armor um you can tell that they all have this just massive like massive bra or uh great sword at their side you could see that uh they also have a javelin each one of them situated in their backs uh but they're all arguing amongst each other uh you see that on the other side of this road there are Four creatures that you would almost feel like are these little metallic sort of uh, creatures. And you see that they're, you can almost hear that they're, they're communicating in this almost like high pace, like. Strange. Um, Let me see. How does your how how is uh? I put on my. What's like, up with Zena? I see this going on like up ahead of me, and I just put on my helmet. Like I put on my helmet for that <clears> intimidate <throat> that extra intimidation factor. And I just make my way by them. I just act like I don't see them. Hopefully they aren't bothered with me. So as you're coming up this road, uh. They are on the on other side of the road, and as you're getting closer, you see that. What I do while I'm walking up the road, just in case. Like, that at this point, the the hobgoblins are no longer arguing, and basically have their great swords out, and are starting to run towards the, uh, towards these uh, contraptions, bipedal contraptions. What does he do? It looks like they're getting into a confrontation of some sorts. Roll is, uh, roll stealth. Okay. To see if they'll notice you. What is that? It's a six. Yeah, I don't have much of a stealth bonus. So, you see this cube-like figure start to emerge from the camp to your left, which is the little little android-looking thingies. And you see that he starts to flap his wings, and he starts to rise, and you see him start to draw a bow. What? And as he looks, as he's going mm -hmm. up, he looks over at you, noticing you, and you hear him say, Oh, oh, oh. 
the one immediately underneath him that looks like a uh, like a D four on its uh, on its point, kind of like an upside down D four, with basically two uh, two legs protruding from two of its sides, and then on its hind quarters is two more legs kind of propelling it forward. So in total, it's got six legs. Uh, next to it, you've got another small uh, bipedal contraption that looks like two boxes held together by a spring and a gear that's fastened to the bottom of the... Uh, of the bottom half of this creature. The top half looks like these dorky looking goggles uh, stocked to a box with two uh, almost cut off antenna bits on the top. It's got lanky arms and what you can see that its uh, its fingers are almost just like little pieces of wire that can just... Uh, and the last little guy next to him is a almost small sphere uh, with an eye on it and two little wings that really don't do much. It itself has a small short sword. Oh, the uh, the the one on the the D four, the upside down D four guy. He also has three arms with three jav or with a javelin on each one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this one. And uh, you can actually find the description on these in the monster manual on page 224 through 226. <laughs> well, what do? problems with those hobgoblins, so I'm just going to be on my way. This is 16, a 20, 14, and a 10. So, three of the hobgoblins notice the uh, the flying cube as you recognize it to be. Uh, they notice it noticing you. Touching me. Touching <laughs> you. Sweet. I'm sorry. Everybody hates that song at one point. Papa. Good times never. Um, they notice you and they stop short. And kind of like. Slow down to a trudge. And then they immediately start running after you. As you have now become the biggest threat in the area to them. And therefore must eliminate you before they eliminate these guys. The mechanical contraptions also take this on. Oh man. This and is decide not, to attack you. This is not a food chain works. You don't see Stegosauruses attacking T-Rexes. Why does this always happen to me? What are you gonna do? 
They all rolled. I thought you were attacking. So, well, those were the perception rolls for each one of them. Oh, okay. I thought you were... So now these well, we didn't, are... I guess we didn't roll initiative, so I didn't know if they like they were like attacking. Or was... I'm more or less going the freeform way. Okay. No, know? they can attack. So they bring just it. they just noticed you and... All four yeah. of them, bring it. Attack at the same time. So the other... Don't hold back. The, uh... The... The little mechanical contraptions rolled constitution. And they all basically looked at you and yeeted. You see them all kind of just like and they and you notice that they never talk amongst each other. It's always like one of them communicates and it goes down the line but they can never skip rank mm, i want to pick that one up the leader one well it's running away i'm gonna chase him and you've got four hobgoblin captains coming from their way they're gonna just run past them yeah no the other yeah that group ran away the hobgob the three hobgoblins are attacking you and the other hobgoblin is running after that group which way? So they're running. Where? I'm right here. So they're, and the hobgoblins. They're are... running east. The so hobgoblins are are running not east. They're running west. This way. Mm -hmm. And these guys are running which way away? And now the three hobgoblins are running south towards you, because you're coming. You're heading north to Pricket Town right now. I'm heading this way. Yeah, because if you're north to me and right that now, that way running this way. And there, like, let's say, for example, this is the little duo drones and mono drones and whatnot. And this is the camp of three that are attacking you. They're coming at you like this. They're running this way. And then the other hobgoblins running that way. So basically I have to go through them. Yeah. Oh, brother. <laughs> well, do you guys want to end up like them? Or, well, if... I guess you should run like them if you don't want to end up worse. I guess you guys don't speak common, do you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. We do. Oh. Then how about you go chase those guys? I'm on a pretty important mission right now. If you want gold, I can give you gold. I just really don't feel like killing anybody right now. So it'd be best if you just get out of my way with all due respect. You are dangerous and in our turf. Do not tell us what to do. You're going to die if you don't let me go. That's what I'm telling you. And I'm, it's not a joke, and I'm not giving you bravado either. I'm literally going to kill all three of you, probably in less than five minutes. Please get out of my way. <laughs> Eldritch Blast. I'm going to catch him off guard since he thought it was a joke. And then... I'm going to manifest my blood fighting and throw it at his buddy since I have two attacks. So, as so, what was the attack? Your Eldritch Blast? Your... <laughs> so, as a... Okay. okay, 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 okay. All right, we'll, bo we'll both roll. All right. All right. Highest... Highest... Uh... I don't like these big hey, dice. It's a, imagine, imagine... Oh, actually, hand me the big, the, hand me the big dice. All right. All right, I'll take this one. 
Okay, so this is almost like 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 uh like like a quick draw. You know, we both roll highest number. Roll no bonuses. Really? Roll no bonuses. Or or Ready? or or bonuses, no bonuses. No bonuses. All right, cool. Ready? Let's Three, it. Two, one. Eight. <laughs> so as you're doing your Eldritch Blast, he notices and you see him slip out a small scroll. And it's almost like the, the size of a, of a square napkin. And he kind of flings it in front of him. And as it lands, you see just this wall of rock just <laughs> emerge in front of you. And you see the, the force of your Eldritch Blast hit it and crumble it immediately. I got another one. And then that's, I'm going to just go ahead and aim at him again. Oh, yeah. All right. So your, your next one comes down, right? Uh, oh, wait. As, uh-huh. If it's crumbling, is there dust? Yeah. So that is means, there? So that means your weapon would be flying through the dust and he wouldn't see your movements. He wouldn't even know I was going to attack again. He ain't ready for that. He ain't even seen me cut my hand. You know what? Roll with is roll for sneak attack. And, uh, that that gets a sneak attack. I'm just gonna crochet. That gets a sneak. Yeah. No, that is perfect. I love it. Um, okay. Roll for sneak attack. Thirteen plus. Would you like to build the character to join into this? Uh... No, no, you good? I'm good. If you want to fight. Plus seven. Plus seven. Where are you aiming? I want like is he wearing like some like chain armor or like what type of armor is he wearing? So this hobgoblin in particular, because he they are Captain Hobgoblins. This is what you're looking at right here. For a uh, oh. full description of hobgoblins, ranging from a hobgoblin to a hobgoblin warlord, you can always reference the monster manual, uh, page 186 through 187. Is there any way I can try to channel? Well, I'll, I'll ask you when my turn comes back around. But I'm going to aim like... Well, you, you, you're, you've got this... I mean, yeah. you what? It's a 20, a 24? 21. 21 to hit, so you're coming down with this sneak attack. And I want to aim, like, right, like, like, right in between his shoulder and, like, you know where that little crevice in the armor in is? Ah. Like, get, like, right up in there. All righty, so, like, in the, the, like right the, up in there, like, right that there. mobility. All righty, so, it lands. Not only does it land, but as it's piercing through, it completely dislocates its arm. So basically, you've got this 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 blood blade, basically between in between in between the socket and the actual bone. <laughs> you see how quickly you became the joke. Not so funny now, is it? Ah. Uh, You've got you've got him like this, right? Like you've got no, I, him. I threw a trident at him. Okay, the trident hits. Ah! <laughs> Your screams are mortifying. <laughs> where's the other? Where's the other big one? There it is. <laughs> Pitiful.
What's your AC? 19. And if they miss... In the last second, as this guy's going, ah, you see these two hobgoblins almost like Android 17 and, and Ooh, 18 emerge from both sides and try to come so down good. at you with their great swords. Oh. Ah! Let me see something. All right, so I want to roll acrobatics, and I have a plus nine on that. Son of a gun. And I pop like a, a dead-ass like split. And I miss both of their blades. And I want to like, so since my, my trident's in them, I want to make my blood like, you know, like, like splatter on, like, you know, on the ground and like two spikes come on and stab each one of them. So as the blood basically like goes from this just completely uh, hardened form, it basically like instantaneously splashes down like water and... The spikes immediately emerge as soon as it hits ground. You see the spikes just whoosh, and drive straight into the carapace of the uh, of these of the armor that is inside these hobgoblins, piercing some of their vitals. You've got these hobgo three hobgoblins pinned down. <laughs> I told you. Listen, you know what you did? You make me look like a fool. Look at me when I'm talking to you. Boop. <laughs> I told you not to play games with me. Why did you play games with me? Do you want to die? I'm going to ask you again. Give me an honest answer. The Lord Grom commands it. And he dies. Hmm. Looks like I didn't have to deliver a final blow. As you relax, I really hate getting spikes. Like splash back down. I almost let him get the best of me. No, where was I? Where were you? I guess I'm gonna continue my way. So. You head up north. Roll a D, uh, roll a D4. No, they don't have anything I want. I'm gonna continue on my way. Three. It's another three hours. Up the road. There's your Rocky Mountain monsters. Hey, what? <laughs> I don't understand the reference. You have to explain yourself now. You can't do that to me. Well, apparently, Rocky Mountain oysters are like bull testicles, and people like they're a delicacy. And like yeah. these are really big dice, and you know, oh, right next to each other. Rocky Mountain oysters. <laughs> they're Rocky Mountain oysters. Holy moly, is that what? I heard that when I was a kid sometimes. I've never heard that. Really? No, I've never heard that. I don't know why. Is they like fry bull testicles? Yeah. We're, I guess, in either adventure or mischief. We're gonna have to travel <laughs> up north and see what the fuck is up. I don't know. I don't know if I want to see what's up with that. No, you just volunteered yourself for it, homie. 
I get. I said, here are your Rocky Mountain oysters. Well, no, I did. I did at one point aspire to be like that one guy that traveled the world and ate weird. Stuff. What up, pimp? My base Caleb. I um, we're um currently on a podcast of loot, adventure, and mischief. What is he up to? Where's he at? Pull up. Is it Play okay? for a little bit. May I? Here, I'll order it. Send me a little money. I'll order it and pick it up. By the time you get there, it should be ready. Pick it up and come here. Text Dad and tell him you're going to come play D&D for a little bit. That way he not like, you know. Because here at Loot Adventure, we're responsible. Don't make your parents worry. All right, I mean. Yeah, please don't make yeah. your parents worry. Well, do you have. Never mind. Oh, fuck. Let me see some real quick. All right. So, uh, broski. Yes, broski. Travel north about another three hours. Hmm. What is Thema? <laughs> what would be the most advantageous thing for you that is not game breaking that would help you on your quest your mundane thing a mundane thing yeah mundane thing it can be a common item a common weapon How mundane? Like, what are we speaking when we say mundane? Like nothing that would D&D. nothing that would require upkeep. <clears throat> oh, man, I don't know. I mean, I got kind of got everything I need, you know. Mm. Well, why don't you just throw me something a little like just throw me a bone? What do you think would be? Because I mean, I have my I have my I have my grimoire. I have my little my little canteen of water that's like my most comfortable element so well how about i give you another player when caleb gets here we'll rope him into playing D D on this campaign <laughs> okay <laughs> all right but for that being said 45 minutes we'll go ahead and end this part of the podcast. Y'all take care. Good night. And we'll see you again in part two of this episode. Deuces.